Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Hey there, welcome back, party people. This is Nicole Barnett, your host of the Resilient Rainer podcast, and I am so glad to be here with you again today. Ooh, today we're still here in January. We're going strong and we're going to get into the fear of starting because new year, new you or new year, same you, goals are on people's minds. And whether you're the kind of person who loves to set resolutions, who loves to do goals at the start of a new year, or if you're like, whatever, goals are stupid. I'm just working every single day towards a better future. That's great. That doesn't matter because I guarantee that whenever you're listening to this episode, if you listen when this goes live in January 2024, or if you find this when the universe sends it to you sometime in the future, there is something that you want. There is a goal that you have with you and your horse. You want to finally nail that lead change. You want to stop blowing by the second barrel. There is a thing that you want. Okay, you want that thing with your horse. And oh gosh, a big obstacle for a lot of folks is just starting. This is absolutely a mental thing. This is not something that you can go take a lesson with a trainer or put your horse in training and your trainer is going to be like, yep, I solved that for you. And now you never have to ride your horse. Because even if you send your horse out for training and they install the lead change, you have to ride it. You have to nail it. Like the mental block within you is the big holdup, or it's just starting, right? Let's say you've got a youngin, you got a nice little colt, and you're afraid of starting the lead change process because maybe you're going to mess it up. You're afraid of taking them out into town because it's going to be so flipping embarrassing. Whatever your goal is, for so many people, a massive hurdle, a mental hurdle. It's just getting started. So we're here in January and I'm going to give you a pep talk, all right? We're just going to rah-rah, I don't know, pep rally it up, okay? Because (laughs) I don't want this to be another year where there's this thing that you say you want to do, you say that you are going to do it, and then you don't. So I want you to think about in your own life, is there something that you've been saying for a while that you're going to start? Maybe you want to branch out into a new discipline. Maybe you want to start throwing in some exercise to become a better rider. Whatever your goal is, I want you to think about that thing that you haven't started and how long have you been saying that you're going to do it? How long has this been floating around in your life, floating around, you know, in your mind and it just hasn't happened yet, okay? I'm sure that when I bring this up, your mind is already offering up to you, gosh, if only I'd started last year, 
man, if I'd have taken action two years ago, oh, can you imagine where I'd be already, where I would be right now? Eh, It probably doesn't feel very good. So I want to encourage you that it's not too late. Every day, literally every moment is a new opportunity. So let's start. Let's start right now. I want to share with you in the podcast today a ton of different tips with you and to really encourage you. Like I said, it's mini pep rally here. Woo woo, rah rah. And (laughs) I can share a little bit of my story just to like get you up off your derriere and get a move on. All right. So, one of the things we have to remember with fear, because when we're afraid of starting, when we're afraid of setting a really big, audacious goal, like, I want to compete at. I want to win at the fraternity. I want to go to the worlds. I want to go for that belt buckle in my division on my circuit. Or maybe you're like, I'm finally going to do XYZ thing with my horse this year. It's normal for your brain to throw fear up in your face, okay? Because fear is one of the things that our brains do to try and protect us. Our brains want to keep us safe. They want to keep us alive. And as I'm sure you're well aware, being alive is not necessarily the same thing as thriving, is it? But you might be safe and alive, okay? So we can be really grateful for our fear, for working so hard to keep us safe. That's amazing. And when we can offer some empathy and understanding to ourselves and understanding of where fears come from, we're able to shift our perspective. And instead of focusing on the fear of what if I fail? What if I try this thing and it it blows up in my face? What if I have no idea what I'm doing? (laughs) All right. What if I embarrass myself? (laughs) What if People make fun of me. What if people don't like it? You know, there's so many negative thoughts that can just flow like water. And all of these thoughts, all of these fears, they are all connected with starting. Because if you don't start, if you don't put yourself out there like, gosh, I want to go for that, you know, year end high point belt buckle. I have to go to four shows. I have to do well. If you don't even start that, Well, then you circumvent all of those fears, right? We circumvent the negative thoughts, the embarrassment, the what if people laugh at me? What if I fail? What if I have no idea what I'm doing? We can just sidestep all of that. And you need to challenge that internally. You need to come back to yourself, say, hey, brain, hey, fear, and offer up a different scenario to focus on. So instead of focusing on that scenario where you start, and it just doesn't go well, you say, what's the cost of doing this? All right. And so we're going to say, what if I don't do this? What is my life going to look like? What are things going to be like in, you know, next year, in five years? What will my life look like if I don't put forth this effort with my horse? Where are you going to be? Think about what level are you going to be at as a rider? What level will your horse be at in their training, in their education, in their abilities? 
where will your horse be at and the opportunities that will be available to your horse if you ever want to sell them or if anything happened to you and your horse had to be rehomed? What sort of opportunities will be available to you or not available to you if you stagnate at the level that you are currently at, if you do not invest in improvement? What we can do here is we can use our fear to motivate us. Instead of focusing on what if all these things go wrong and fear motivates you to not take action, if you can use that fear as a positive motivation to get you moving in the direction of where you want to go, totally different, right? Totally different. So let me give you an example. I came back to riding as an adult after riding as a kid, and we were moving around a lot as a family, you know, as an adult. So it was just, you know, never the right time, never enough money, this or that. And one of the things that I always really wanted was I wanted to have my own truck, I wanted to have my own trailer, and I wanted to be able to get out there and do things. Like I really hated feeling stuck at home, feeling stuck at a barn, feeling like all I could do was just ride in circles in this one field. Like it felt so meh and I felt kind of trapped. It was not inspiring. I wanted to be able to go to shows. I wanted to be able to take lessons and go to clinics. I wanted to meet up with friends. I wanted to go on trail rides. Like I wanted everything that would come with it. And For years, I just didn't do it because, you know, truck and trailer, it was an investment and it was something that we hadn't done before. And so I didn't do it. And then finally we did. Finally, we got the truck, got the trailer, and it was amazing. It really was as good as I wanted it to be. Okay. (laughs) It was amazing. I could literally trailer out to lessons, to shows. Even when, you know, I was boarding, I could go places, I can go trail riding, I could go exploring. It was amazing. And I loved it. I still love it. Just the freedom and the empowerment to fully enjoy my horse and do fun things. That was really awesome. So just really think about the impact that the change will have on your life. It can be, your goal can be something like that. It can be literally an under saddle goal, any sort of goal. The other thing here is that a part of this is we talk about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And this is a big part of it when it comes with the fear of just getting started. It's deeply uncomfortable to get started. It's deeply uncomfortable to do something new. It's deeply uncomfortable to do something that we might suck at, okay? (laughs) Nobody really loves that feeling. And we have to kind of learn to love that feeling. and. Asking yourself, for example, can you acknowledge the fear that you feel about starting, about what could happen if everything goes wrong? And how can you get to a point where you can work past it, get past that fear, all right, where you can notice the fear. And like I said, that you can be encouraged and motivated by that fear in a positive momentum instead of getting shut down. So a big thing is practicing by putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Because when you do that, that's practice of facing things head on. 
that's the way to go is you got to be able to face your fears, look them in the eye and just charge forward because you have to be able to push past and push through uncomfortable moments so that you don't end up five years from now still wishing, still asking yourself, well, what if, what if I done this? What if I did that? And because one of the things that being an adult has taught me (laughs) is that so if you are an adult of a certain age, this will resonate. The time will pass anyway. And it is both deeply, deeply discouraging, terrifying, and encouraging all at the same time. Because what you're acknowledging is that day to day, you may not see any change. You may not see any change in your body, in your mind, in your horse. But over time, you can completely reinvent all of it, right? And the time will pass. So you really have to use your imagination to imagine a new and different future of what you do want and keep putting in that effort, even when you don't see the immediate payoff, because the time will pass, right? And one thing that some people find really helpful is to just give yourself like time box your goals is how I would describe this. So you'd say, I'm going to go all in on this for the next month, for the next six months, for the next year, even depending on where you're at, what your goal is, what you want to work on. But give yourself a limited amount of time where you're just going to go all in on whatever your goal is. Just give it, give it your all for a whole year and the time is going to go by no matter what. That part is out of your control, okay? (laughs) And if you can do that and just time box it, that's helpful because it gives you momentum. It gives you like the timing of it forces you to face those fears head on and just do it because we're practicing facing our fears and we're practicing getting to that uncomfortable moment faster and faster, practicing taking that first deeply uncomfortable self. One thing that I do that I haven't read this in a book, but I talk to myself. I talk to myself all the time. And so one of the things that I started doing is I will do things like, let's say I swept the floor and then the next morning I come down and I can walk barefoot because there's not crumbs everywhere. I'll be like, oh, thank you, past Nicole. Or if I've set money aside in a savings account, oh, thank you, past Nicole. Or I will literally say, future Nicole is going to thank me for this, (laughs) you know, or I'll be exercising or setting out grain or any number of things. And I'll just say, yeah, future Nicole is going to thank me. And I literally talk to myself like future Nicole, past Nicole. The idea is that just think it's a useful tool to think about your future self. So when we're talking about goals and habits, obviously it's all about the journey. Okay. That's not what this podcast is about. I'm being facetious. But what I'm really trying to say is that when we're talking about goals and getting started, the person who's going to benefit a lot from that goal is your future self. It's very simple, right? So as you get going with your goals, what you're doing is you are prioritizing your future self. Because in the moment, if you are anything like me, you may find yourself occasionally feeling a little lazy 
or you may find your bed being extra cozy. And, you know, you don't always want to do things. It's normal. You don't always want to go do the workout. You don't want to ride your horse when it's 30 degrees and it's freezing, even if you have an indoor, because it's still freezing. (laughs) It's you don't always want to do those things. All right. You don't always want to sweep the aisle. You don't always want to do whatever. And so when you can talk to yourself and talk to your future self, past self, and just say, ah, you know what? I'm tired. I've managed to exercise my horse. I groomed them. I really just want to go home. I want to sit down. I want to just veg out, take a bath, watch a show, read a book. But you know you're going to feel really discouraged if the next day when you come out to ride and you've got like a mess of buckets everywhere and mud on the ground and you just haven't put away your crap. And so it's not going to feel good to start with like a dirty slate. So you might do something like, I am going to sweep the aisle away for my future self. Or when it comes to riding your horse and it's like 30 degrees because right now it's in the 20s. I can't even look to see. Maybe it's even colder. I'm going to look. Oh, it will get colder tonight, but it's only 30. Woohoo. Ha ha ha. It's freezing cold. It's been below freezing here. I am meh. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) So, but when it comes to riding your horse, it might be something like, hey, I'm really not excited to go out in 30 degree weather. Talking to myself here. It's cold. I'm not going to be able to do the super fancy training session that I want to do. I might be kind of miserable. And even though I don't feel like it, even though the last thing I want to do right now is bundle up like the Michelin man and figure out how to work this cult, I don't want to like wake up in three months or six months and have some rank hooligan out in the pasture, (laughs) you know? So this is an investment in my future self. This is an investment in my future horse because there are plenty of valuable things that I can, you know, get out there and do with this horse right now, even if it's not what I feel like the most in this moment. So basically, remember your future self and just like, what's your future self going to thank you for? that really helps you to have a better perspective. It encourages you to figure out what are the actions that you can take, that you need to take, that will help you. Because, you know, I'm all about those 1% improvements. And so when you think about your future self, what are the actions that are going to get you 1% closer to your goal? What are those actions that are going to compound over time? That is how we build the future that you want. Just one step at a time, one day at a time, 1% at a time. So just considering your future self, what can you do to help your future self? I say, what can I do to help future Nicole? So think about that. Think about that, guys. The other thing to remember, and I don't know if you'll find this as encouraging as I do, but showing up can be the hardest part. For example, one of the things I love to do is I love yoga. Was at Yoga with Adrian. I love it. And she always says in her classes that showing up is the hardest part. So if you're here at the beginning, it doesn't matter if it's a 10 minute, 20 minute yoga, whatever. The hardest part is showing up and sitting up on the mat. So if you're here, give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing great. 
And I think that applies to so much of life because sometimes we put things off because we know it's going to be a pain in the butt to deal with it. It's going to be annoying. It's going to take time. We don't want to deal with it. But all of that aside, the hardest part is always showing up, making that decision to just show up and doing it. So just remember that the first step is just showing up. That is the hardest part about it. And once you do that, it gets easier. Like the hardest part about going outside when it's 30 degrees is deciding that I'm going to go outside when it's cold. It doesn't matter if it's 30 degrees or zero degrees or 40. The hardest part is deciding I'm going to do it, getting bundled up and walking out the door. And once I do, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. So the hardest part is just showing up. And related to that, when you have a big goal, there's all of these things. And so we have to break it down into bite-sized chunks. Remember that because if your goal, like I said, let's say you really want to go for this year-end high point. So you think, oh, this is a big goal or I want to go to Congress. This is massive goal. In real life, the first step isn't, I don't know, walk into the show pen at Congress. The first step is something like schedule a lesson. How's my horse? Do I have a horse for the appropriate discipline? That's a great first step. Okay, so maybe the first step is just a phone call, right? Maybe you call up a trainer and you're like, hey, I want to show at Congress. Let's make a plan. That might literally just be the first step. And so it's just breaking it down. It becomes so much more doable when it's just a tiny little step, right? It's a phone call or it's contacting a friend or it's going out to ride your horse. And so remembering that all of these little things, the first step isn't accomplish the goal. The first step is like a teeny little step forward. And that's a very different difficulty level, which is very encouraging. And of course, as you're going along, I've touched on this a little bit where you're going to keep going even when you don't see the results. So really just think about what are small ways that you can make an investment in your future self. Maybe it's putting aside 100 bucks a month in an account for showing or advantages. Maybe it's more. Maybe it is (laughs) thinking about how can I get out and I'm going to ride three days every week. Whatever it is, just think about your future self and think about how your choices and behaviors today are serving you or not serving you. And when you're thinking about training your horse too, just remember, maybe I'm duplicating myself, but just thinking about all those little steps. If you want to take your horse and compete at some big horse show, great. Well, you know, we don't put everything together all at once. All the little training blocks are like building blocks. You can think of them as little Legos and you're just assembling all of the pieces to make your dream horse. You're putting together all the Legos to assemble your dream life. You're putting it all together, but it's just one piece at a time, one step at a time, one brick at a time. And this is so important, especially if you have really big goals, because we can intimidate ourselves, right? You can be like, I'm just crippled by anxiety. This is such a huge goal. I want to change the world. I want to win. I want to win Congress and the fraternity, and I want to win all of it. And then I want to come back the next year and win the Derby. If you have like massive goals, you can psych yourself out in half a second, okay? Just take a moment. And remember that we build. Even the people who won 
this year, when that rider started, when that horse started, they weren't at the spot they are now when they won. It just doesn't work that way. When you start, those horses are all sticking their noses up in the air and they're not quite sure if they need to yield to pressure or not. And even when that rider started, they didn't start out riding at this level. All right. We upgrade, we get better gear, we get better horses, we get better skills, we get better mental game. All of this is part of the process of upgrading and improvement and getting closer and closer to our goals. Go ahead and start brainstorming things for yourself. So I do want to get a little bit into some limiting beliefs because when you're afraid of getting started, there's limiting beliefs in there and you might think you're perfect and you probably are. But just in case, we're going to do a little exercise with limiting beliefs. Just challenge yourself to come up with what's a limiting belief you have. Maybe you come up with one. Maybe you come up with a hundred. But just write down limiting beliefs that are going through your mind, okay? And then we're also going to write down for each of those limiting beliefs, like, where do you think that came from? What's up with that? Like, how did that even get in your mind? Then I want you to, for each of those beliefs, I want you to come up with at least one specific concrete action that you can take towards overcoming it. So to give you a specific example from my own life, let's go back to the trailer. So when I got the trailer, it felt like this huge thing. I have this giant truck, this whole big on multi-horse gooseneck trailer. It felt giant. All right. And a limiting belief was like, I don't know if I can drive this. I was kind of scared because there's a lot of responsibility. I don't want to crash. I don't want to hurt my horses. I don't want to have anything bad happen to them or to me. So a big reason that you might find that you have a limiting belief is that you feel like you might not have the knowledge to execute your goal. And so here for me, my goal was I want to drive this truck and trailer. So when I realized that, I went, oh, I'll just give myself a training plan. I read about it. I watched videos and I literally would go on training drives. I would just drive, not even with the horses. I would drive around. I would practice backing. I would do all of these things to practice backing both directions, driving in different conditions. And I would do that. And so I got myself the knowledge. I implemented the knowledge and boom, now driving a trailer is, is no big deal. Okay, the last thing I want to cover for this podcast today is I just want to remind you the importance of believing in yourself and then what is the version of you that is already successful, that has already achieved those goals. This is something that you can either come at from just a very pragmatic perspective. This is a great thing if you are a person of faith that you can come at that from a faith perspective as well. But what is the version of you that already has this? How do they behave? What do they do? How do they train their horse? So if you are just starting out and maybe you haven't won anything yet, are you still going to show up? Are you still going to put rides on your horse? Are you still going to go compete? Are you still going to go school? Are you still going to put together a snazzy show outfit to make everything as good as possible? Are you going to put into this, your best efforts. Because this is not just about a head level believing in things. It's also about a whole body level of 
physically embodying this and how, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Are your actions backing up your thoughts and your words? All right. How can you act and behave as though these things have already come to pass? How do you take action towards your goals here? How do you take action that is in alignment with the future self that you want, right? That future self who is kicking ass and taking names here with their horse, right? Because if you can't create that sort of alignment with your thoughts and your actions, you're going to have a really hard time. So there you go. I think I've talked enough for one podcast. I love this stuff though. And I love that you guys are here with me. So to close out this podcast, let's use our future selves. Let's imagine our future selves came to visit. They came to visit a year from now and they said, all you've got to do is you've got to do this thing consistently. You've got to ride so many times a week. You've got to go to a show every month. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to work out. Whatever it is for you, whatever it is that those action steps are to get you to your goal. And they said, all right, you got to do this and you do this. Your life is incredible. Your horse is so in tune with you. A million times better. All right. You go in that show pen and you are just top of the listings every single time. Your horse is tuned in. You are on the same page. You are dialed in. You are having so much fun riding. You can't wait to get out there and see your horse. If your future self came back and told you that, would you believe them? Would that be motivating to you to just start putting all sorts of effort into making your dream horse life come true? If this future self, they came and told you that it's coming, your breakthrough is coming. You just got to keep going. Just don't give up. If you've been putting in all your efforts and they're just like, you're so close, you're so close, you're just a few inches away from success, would you give it another go? I like to think that you would. Get comfortable being uncomfortable and get uncomfortable (laughs) with being comfortable, all right? You got to call yourself out, push yourself. We got to push yourself out of the comfort zone onto the next thing. There are wonderful, amazing things for you. And you've got to give yourself that kick in the pants to get out there and get it for yourself, for your horse. That's awesome. Oh, if you haven't gotten it yet, I'll put it in the show notes. And you can go to NicoleBurnettCoaching.com and grab it. If you're ready to wrap up 2023 and start 2024 on the right foot with a bang, Get your year-end writing review workbook to start the year right. My free gift to you. Thank you so much. And can't wait to talk to you in the next podcast. Bye.